Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yeah, and uh, so there was no Riverdale uh, at all. This week, at all. Yeah, or like the last week. So, oh, we're watching a TV movie. It's a movie. Not a TV movie. It was released in theaters. We're, we're watching a movie. We watched a movie. We did watch a movie. We're very excited about it. Yeah, we watched... Uh, we watched Twilight. We're not excited that we watched it, <laughs> but we're super excited to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, uh, Twilight. I, I'm sure I must have watched this before. I feel like back in like 2011. It came out in 2008. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I for sure. I went to Queens University in for the 2009-2010 year, and I was like very isolated. I was very far away from all of my friends, and I had like a super limited budget. And you were beautiful and clumsy. I was sorry, beautiful. Sorry, beautiful but clumsy. I was beautiful but clum- clumsy. I like, <laughs> I like they say that like those those are not normally the same thing. Like, oh, she's beautiful, but she's clumsy. You won't see that in every movie. <laughs> 27 dress, dresses? No. <laughs> Not like there's probably a compilation on YouTube you can look up no. of beautiful but clumsy romantic comedy leads. But Kevin, I was away. I was beautiful but clumsy. I was so lonely. <laughs> I eventually met a guy at a fundraiser at a bar. And we came up to each other. And he came to me and he was like, hey, Aaron Weir. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, I'm just wondering what's underneath the act and then i laughed a lot i was like are you quoting one tree hill and he was like no i was like i mean (laughs) you are you're quoting something this is definitely a teen drama even if you don't know what you're quoting you're quoting something he was like no i've just i've never seen you not put on an act and i was like I, I, you're doing a thing. I hate that so much. Like, when people come up to people and they're like, you're clearly hiding something. I just want to them like, well, yeah, everyone is. That's the social construct we come into. We but come no. the idea that, that when we go out and meet people, you don't present your full self and that's fine. You don't have to. But no, Aaron, you're an actress. So what's underneath the act? <laughs> she was like, do you know what my name is? And I was like, I don't know. It's Mike or Mark or something. <laughs> and he was like, but I'm in your class. And I was like, yeah, you're in my history education class. Everyone in that class is named Mike or Mark or, or Matt or something. Something with an M. I think it was Mike. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, the point of the story is I was so alone. I was just so isolated in Ontario, meeting meeting Mike or Mark or Matt. The Ontario or had a huge college, <laughs> yeah, little university. Yeah, I was living in the college town. One of the large, one of the largest universities in Ontario. By a prison. By a prison. Plenty so, of people to meet. So I read Twilight, all four books. <laughs> <laughs> in the bathtub, I also bought Twilight makeup. Ooh, I think I had the. That's fine. I think I had the rose. No, I think I had the Victoria makeup. I don't really care about Twilight branded things. They're just branded. Like the that that makeup would have still come out. It just wouldn't have been called Twilight. Oh yeah, it would have been the same colors. Yeah, it just would have been something yeah, else. There's always people who are like Twilight branded. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's just branded that. It's still the same thing. <gasps> Kevin, I should find it and tweet it. I also it. found Twilight branded Barbies. And the thing is, I love branded Barbies because they try to make the Barbie faces yeah. look like the famous characters. Which is the problem because Barbie faces are one face that they paint on. 
Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it's real good. Also, um, what you guys will realize as we watch Twilight is it's bad. Oh, yeah. Here's our uh, spoiler-free it's... review of Twilight. It's bad. And mostly, it's visually bad. Yeah. here I The cinema- cinematographer... I don't think they dropped the ball. I think they did what they were asked for. Yeah. I, what they asked to do was just I, bad. I really want to blame this on the director. It has, like, there's no way a cinematographer would be like, this is what I should let's, do. Let's make everyone look like they're <laughs> a little bit jaundiced. Let's film this as if the sun was green. Although I guess jaundice is yellow, so green would be, just to make them seem like they're sick. It's good. It's good. The Barbies look like that. <laughs> they made him green? I, I have got to find, I think I posted these pictures on Facebook because I think I did like a 365 day photo challenge when I was at Queens. Yeah. I got to find those pictures. I got to do like, once this episode comes out, just a whole week of Instagram photos of nonsense. Just pure nonsense. So coming into this movie, I knew it would be badly written because I know Twilight. I've actually read some of Twilight. I couldn't get into it because it was just... Badly written. Also, let's be clear. It's not made for me. It was also... The thing everyone needs to know about... Oh, never mind. What? I was going to say, the thing everyone needs to know about Twilight is it was a Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. No, other way around. And I flipped that. Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. The thing you all need to know about Twilight is it was a romance novel written by a Mormon fundamentalist. Which is fine. Yeah. There should be novels for everyone. Yeah. Um, but it does some weird things with that. It also... Here's the thing. Like, I don't like um, slamming Twilight too much for, like, a lot of its stuff. Um, I still think it's bad. I think it's bad for relationships. But I know mm-hmm. why it, and I think like, it... reaches... The, the, the demographic that it reaches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the important thing to, like, figure out. Is that, like, you... If you're gonna... It, it was a very popular book. You can't be saying that... You can't just say it's bad. And the thing is, I'm sure it's super popular now. Yeah. But the thing you guys... You guys are audience. <laughs> a very educated teen audience need to know. Yeah. Is Kevin and I used to work at a drama camp. Yeah. And the core audience of Twilight is 11-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. 11-year-olds love that romance because they just think... I should vaguely like a guy, and sh- he should be obsessed with me. Yeah, it it is. It's based on a ro- on a form of. The only way this story works is if the power of love is the strongest thing in the universe. Funny enough, that's also how the only way the story of Interstellar works. So there's a connection between Twilight and Interstellar. And you know what else <laughs> is important? Time is a flat circle. Yeah, just like Twilight is a flat circle. Time for the 2008 film Twilight. Twilight. So I'm going to refer to this as if I don't know any of these people at all. Great. So a strange woman is talking about dying. And we meet a deer. And a deer is chased by the camera, then tackled by a man. And that is your introduction to this world. It's also very important that everyone knows that this movie was filmed in the Armaro filter from Instagram. (laughs) So I want you all to know for the next week, everything we post will be Amaro style. For the next week or for the week that just passed? 
the week that this episode airs, everything okay. following that, Amaro. Okay. It's it will just... be like my salad, Amaro. <laughs> but essentially the strange woman is talking about how, like, I never thought about dying, but dying for someone I for dying for someone that I love seems good. And I'm like, okay, sure. In retrospect, is that what this movie's about? It's not. It's not. It's absolutely not. Uh, but that cuts to Bella holding. Who, and by are, Bella, I mean, you, you mean Kristen Stewart sorry. holding a tiny cactus. <laughs> sorry, strange woman we've never met before holding a cactus, and somehow. I've never thought about dying leads to, so I'm leaving home. Oh, no. Christian Stewart is moving from Phoenix to Seattle, but not Seattle. Forks. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Not Grand Forks like we have in uh, Canada. Is Grand Forks in Canada? Is, is Grand Forks in what? I feel like Grand Forks is somewhere vaguely south of Winnipeg in the States. No. Grand, Grand Forks is in BC, isn't it? I don't know. Pretty sure Grand Forks is in BC. Grand Forks is terrible. That's what you need to know. All right. But Forks is more terrible. Uh, so we uh, so we see a uh, strange woman, still hasn't been introduced, uh, but we meet her dad, who is one of the best characters in this movie. Her dad is the super handsome, mustachioed Billy Burke. I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Every character other than strange woman and soon to meet strange man is the is best character in this movie. It's true. Mm, yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know Billy Burke, you will recognize him from such TV shows as The 100. He's very good. Yeah. Very good. So handsome. Uh, but uh, we, we get the, our first indications that a strange woman uh, is like a cool teen because she calls her dad Charlie instead of his name which I guess is Mr. Swan well, well I assume dad. dad it's name dad no his name is Charlie I just you know so Charlie her dad who should be called dad does she call her mom mom her mom's name is Renee so does since she... I know her mom's name I assume she also calls her mom Renee I don't like when teenagers call their parents by their first no, name it's the... The only time I ever call our parents by their name is, one, if I'm making a joke at work. Yeah. Because people love it when I call our dad Rob. All right. And two, if I'm trying to get their attention in public. In public, where mom and dad don't really like. Yeah, they don't register. So you eventually have to be like, Rob, 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 Shelly. Uh, but in this, uh, in this whole introduction where she gets her room and all those things, we meet another character, Jacob. Oh, Jacob. Taylor Lautner. Who gets, I guess, like, he, this is really just a foreshadowing for him. Taylor Lautner has, like, a super thankless role in this movie. Yeah, like, he's supposed to, like, essentially get hot, I guess, in the second movie. Wait, no! If I recall correctly from the mo- from the books... He's the other guy, even in this movie. He's like, hey, I'm Jacob. We used to play together forever. I'm super charming, and look at my long, flowing hair. But the problem is that there's the problem is there's four other guys. There's so many guys. Yeah. And the movie does not emphasize that Taylor Lautner, a.k.a. handsome, flowing-haired Jacob, is the best. Yeah, or, or that Bella has any feelings toward anything at I all. I mean, at one point, she's like, Jacob, I hope you're at my school. Well, but she. But then wants... he's not, yeah, and she... then she forgets that immediately. Yeah, so she meets 
Jacob and she meets uh, Bobby Black, another which is Jacob's dad. And I just grandpa want, something. And his relationship with Charlie is just like I want a movie about these two. Charlie is the police chief, and Billy Black is in a wheelchair, and they're BBFs. <laughs> He's a native man in a wheelchair, but and they I, love each but other. I just want a story about them like hunting vampires or something. Yeah, just loving loving life. Anyway, so we get to school. Oh, we forgot to mention oh, Bella gets a truck from her dad. Oh, yeah. She, she's given everything not? because she's such a gr- great because person. Just like me, she's so beautiful and clumsy. She literally just gets everything. Yeah. Her dad's like, here's a brand new truck that me and Jacob and Billy built from the ground up. Beautiful. Aaron, throughout this movie, I want you to think of something. I want you to think, when does Bella do anything? It's true. Like how much is it? How much does she do, and how much does things just happen around her? So I guess Jacob doesn't come to her school because he goes to the res school. Yeah, I guess. But it doesn't matter because immediately she makes best friends with a hot Asian man named Eric. Yeah, and then she makes friends with five other people. Then she makes friends with a hot blonde man named Mike. <laughs> then she makes friends with Jessica, who is actually the girl from Pitch Perfect. Is Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick, the most famous person in this movie. Yeah. Then she makes friends with Christian Sarantos, who you will also know as Rosalie from The Walking Dead, yeah. so also more famous than her. Yeah, Glasses Girl. She makes friends with all the more famous people than she is. But she really, like... She doesn't like them. No, yeah, she doesn't, but they love her she so much. She doesn't want to be friends with them. Yeah, like, she... Oh, my God, these people want to be with her so much. The thing with Bella is, like, some people have resting bitch face. <laughs> she doesn't. She just has resting, like, mm, life face. <laughs> she's not bitchy about it. She, she just does not care at she all. She always looks like she's about to eat an ice cream cone. <laughs> like, she's opened up to get it, but she doesn't quite go the rest of the way. And she doesn't know if the ice cream will be good, so she's not excited. Yeah, she's just like, there's an ice cream. I'm going to have this ice cream. Then she's stuck halfway through. That's Bella Swan. At all times. At all times. So, um, meanwhile, when she meets all of these friends... All of these good, good friends. Super unimpressed with her. And also, at one point, she is the only person who's wearing pants during gym class. Because she's Bella. She can't possibly wear shorts. She's not beautiful and hot like the other girls. And she tr- and she tried to tell um uh the coach, like, oh, they shouldn't have let me play. Because I'm so bad at oh, you volleyball. <laughs> no, yeah, I shouldn't play sports. I don't use a school or anything. I'm Bella. I can't possibly be good at things. I want to have that conversation where she's like, this is my first day of school. And she's like, I don't want to play sports. And the, and the, it's, the teacher's just like... Play it's what? gym. What do you mean? Do you have ball, to try. Take a ball and hit things. Here's a gym class story. When I was 13, you may recall this, Kevin. You oh, were maybe. very young. I had an infectious disease that ate my bone from the inside out. Yeah. Vampirism. <laughs> yes, I had vampirism. And I was in grade 8 gym class. And I came up to my gym teacher and I was like, hey, my leg really hurts. And he was like, hmm, your leg really hurts. Does that affect your wrist? And I was like, what? And he was like, you can flip your wrist back and forth. We're playing badminton. And I was like, but my leg. I have to stand on my leg. Really hurts. I have to stand on my leg. Fast forward to a month later, and I couldn't do gym class for the rest of the year because the infection was eating my bone. And I had been in the hospital for 16 days yeah. and could not walk. <laughs> And I'd been on so many antibiotics that uh, I could no longer have IV antibiotics because all of my veins were collapsing. Yeah. 
So I had to have intra- I had to have mouth antibiotics, which were so strong that the pharmacist called the hospital to ensure they had not made a typo when they were handwriting my antibiotic prescription. But I mean, you could still hit the ball. I could still hit the ball. That's what's important. That's what's important. Uh, then we get the introduction of the Collins. The Collins. Which, which I didn't realize the way this happens is that literally Bella's in the middle of a conversation with her new friends and decides she doesn't like this conversation anymore and just turns away and goes, well, they're talking, goes, hey, who are those people who are walking by? Not only is she talking to her new friends, they are taking pictures of her. They want to write an article about her. They love her so much. And she just zones out of the conversation and says, hey, there's other people. Who are they? They're walking in from outside. <laughs> who are those people? Well, Andra Kendrick swiftly informs us they're the Cullens. They're a cult, by and the way. And you shouldn't even worry about them because they all like to wear white and they all like to date each other. <laughs> and they're all, they all look 10 years older than the rest of us. And they're very handsome? I don't know. They're so green. No one looks better than anyone in this movie. No, I mean, even the people who I think are, the, the best looking person in this movie is Anna Kendrick. Yes. And for Aaron, Billy Burke. Oh, Billy Burke. Yeah, that's. I love his mustache. I'll, He's I'll give so that hot. One. The, the two best pe- looking people in this movie are Anna Kendrick and Billy Burke. The problem with the Collins is literally every Cullen in this movie <laughs> was cast and they were like, also, you should dye your hair to the opposite color it actually is. Because in the book, it says it's a different color. Part of that comes from, I think, that when Stephanie Meyer described people, she really described them. Which means, like, when they say... like I, I seem to remember this. when some, If someone has blonde hair, she refers to their blonde hair, like, mm. every other line. So it's like, you can't get around it. Yeah, like Nikki Burke, who is a beautiful woman, who you'll see on the OC yeah. soon. Nikki Burke is super f- hot. Okay, cool. Yeah, I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Nikki Burke, very hot. Yeah. They dye her hair blonde in this movie and make her look real sallow. <laughs> they all look sallow. Or Kellen Lutz, who I think Kellen Lutz is also very mm, hot. He looks like he can break stone with like a headbutt. Yeah, because they dyed his very handsome blonde hair very dark and yeah. also made him look very sallow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But then last comes in, uh, God, it's Edward, and it's not a good introduction for him. He does not look great. No? No. And the thing is, I think the guy who plays Edward. Robert Pattinson. Robert, I think Robert Pattinson is pretty handsome. He looks fine. Like, he he gave up for a while, well, Twilight, Twilight was, was Because on. he hated it so much, so he, like, made himself look gross. But, like, I think he was pretty heartwarmingly cute it's what, like maybe not hot it's whatever color correction they are doing to it's these people working. it makes them look bad because he's pretty cute in harry potter yeah and these movies just ugh. yeah he's also the only one who doesn't dress like a cultist but bella's like i is like oh yeah look at those it's supposed to be the love at, love at first sight thing yeah. and i'm fine with that that is a trope in movies but whatever. mostly he is literally the only person in this school who does not love Bella? Yeah, because the second time we see uh, him is in class, and uh, Bella walks in, and there's a fan behind her, and it blows her hair, and then he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> like it is the best <laughs> reaction ever. And then she smells herself. Yeah, like he covers his nose, and I the idea is supposed to be that we learn later that 
he's so attracted to her that he can't handle his emotions. Well, he, smel- he smells her. He smells like, her. And he's just like, I just want to eat this very attractive <laughs> piece of candy. But the way he, like, acts it is like he has just gotten a whiff of something real bad. So now, for many days, Bella is so sad because Edward, who thinks she's smelly, isn't at school. Because <laughs> this guy that she saw once. Everyone else at school loves her, thinks she's the best, has so many goofs and love and obsession. I would hate her so much if I knew her as a person. Also, every love that's directed to her, she's just like, eh. Yeah, but I mean, you're not this guy who I saw once. But guys, I'm so attractive and clumsy, and I can't possibly be attractive because I'm clumsy. (laughs) No one could love me. Bella, we we all love you. Stop trying so hard. But guys, no one can love me. I'm so awkward and pale. Mm. Now, the, something I want to say is, like, I think the books ran from a first-person perspective, right? Yeah, from Bella's this, perspective. This actually works as a first-person perspective. Nope. It's still super annoying. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. If, you, if you're supposed to hate her, yeah, it works. <laughs> She's still like... All these people want to hang out with me, but they couldn't possibly like me. I'm the new girl from Phoenix, and I'm so awkward. <laughs> you know that small town, Phoenix. There's no way. Where is Beaumont? <laughs> I can't dance. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, in a better movie. People are running from something. No, they're attacked. This movie balances <laughs> so hard between should we know there's vampires, should we not know there's vampires? The answer is... No? Like, this movie wants you to already know what it's about. Yeah, everyone who's... They assume everyone who's watching this movie has read the book or knows enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We get some awkward flirting between... Flirting? We get some awkward no, interaction. Literally every boy at that school asks Bella out. I was, gonna, I was just going to jump forward to when Edward... He takes a week and then he's like... Yeah. Hey, so, I'm back now. All the boys ask her out and she's like... Burr, and Edward's like, I'm back. I like science. And he's like, do you like the rain? And then every time they move this microscope, there's like this horrible screeching sound. Which I guess is good. Like, I guess that awkwardness is realistic, but no one wants to see that on TV. Well, I mean, the problem is that like it's it it doesn't play very well. It just seems because she doesn't play non-awkward with anyone else. Like, That's true. She's awkward, she's awkward with her with dad. Everyone. She's awkward with Jacob. She's awkward with all her friends. It does not feel like she is different with him. And she should be different because she loves him. Instead, they just do these incredibly uncomfortable, like, close-up shots on their eyes as they look at each other. And she gives that, like, I'm about to eat ice cream look at him. <laughs> and then she's like, the last time I saw you, your eyes were a different color. And book readers are like, oh, that's because he was hungry, and now he ate some deer. What? It took him a week to do it. Oh, He's very nailed bad hunter. it, blood. Uh, and then this escalates very quickly to a point where she's, like, looking at him across the parking lot. Yes, and then a molester van almost hits her, because I guess it spins out on well, no, it, water? It's, you know, yeah, it hydroplanes, I guess. Yeah. They, they set up earlier that it's slippery. But like, because it's Seattle. So this is one of her friends, by the way. He's yes. driving. He's driving his van. A car pulls out. He swerves to miss the car. Then he hydroplanes. He hydroplanes. And then, and then suddenly Edward's there. Yeah. And he stops the van with his hand. <laughs> and then runs away. And then runs away. Uh, it's, it's 
so bad. And so Bella's very concerned about this yeah. for reasonable reasons, it's I guess. It's weird that I feel really bad for a friend who's just like, Bella, I love you. I'm so sorry. Like I he- didn't mean to hit you. <laughs> like, And literally everyone in that scene is just like, no one cares about you. <laughs> like, shut up. And I'm like, man, he feels real because everyone loves Bella. He- and he's new. He's young. Yeah. By new, I mean like a new driver. Yeah. He's a new driver. He's young. He lost control of his molester van. Like it was literally he almost a... hit the girl he loves. Yeah, it was literally a mistake. Um, and like he... <laughs> and luckily Edward is a super vampire. Yeah, or else she would have died. And yeah. I guess it would have been real, real bad for... But like maybe if she hadn't been so isolated and had been with her friends, she would have been fine. <laughs> if she stood with people and they all could die. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we meet... In this scene, we meet Edward's dad. We meet Carlisle. Carlisle is Peter Pacelli, who also has the wrong hair color. Who also, it looks real bad. Very bad. Very bad. And Carlisle is a doctor. Yeah. A doctor who loves to save people. Yeah, he is the most good person in, the only way this story works is if he's the best person in existence. Yeah. No one has ever been as good as Carlisle. Yeah. He is Colin. God walking among people. His name is Carlisle Cullen. Yeah. He takes care of Bella, and then he talks to his son, yeah. and then Bella confronts his son and is like, oh, how did you get to me so fast? And Edward's like, I feel like maybe you should ask how I... <laughs> the better question is that he stopped a car. Like, she gets to it eventually, yeah. but I'm like, you know, you know, right, when he's like, oh, no, I was beside you. I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, honestly, he, you looked away long enough, maybe he walked up. You you literally saw him stop a car. Ask the right question. And then eventually she does, and he's like, meh, adrenaline. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going to leave now. Which is reasonable for a teenage boy, I guess. Yeah. She And so then we get this long extended sequence. Where this, we learn yeah. that Edward loves to watch Bella sleep. Yeah, she says it was a dream, not a dream. Not a dream. <laughs> Ongoing plot point for all the books. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he loves to watch her sleep. It starts, let's be clear, it starts now, before they're officially dating. And eventually they break up, and then he still watches her sleep. Yeah. Not better. We get this, but, like, this whole thing where it, it goes through a lot of this, but it's a lot of, like, Edward being like, we can't be together. And then he shows me, like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> I can't talk to you. Hey, what's going but on? But also science. Hey, what's going on? I love like, you. This is what I mean by Bella doesn't do anything, because she never approaches him. No, she never is like, you can't be with me, but I need to be with you. Yeah, like, like, until the very, very end where it gets creepy. But most of him is being like, you should leave me alone. Hey, Bella, what's going on? You Kevin, should leave me alone. There is the one time where she walks into the woods. Yeah, I guess. that's being assertive. And then they have, like, this talk which it's like the, what the guy was saying to you in the bar where, where she's like, but I feel like there's something underneath this. And what I, I turned to Aaron and I said, this feels like a 12 year old girl writing about something that happened in grade nine. Like, it's true. It, Cause it, it makes you sound way more smart and like being like almost, almost philosophical. She's putting meaning on things that do not have meaning. <laughs> and just sort of, sort, sort of saying nonsense. I would like to know how old Stephanie Meyer was when she wrote the first Twilight. She had kids. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything because she's Mormon. I guess. She could have had kids when she was like 18. Yeah, I guess. I understand. Spoiler alert. I understand there are Mormons who have kids earlier or later, but like traditionally most Mormons are very family oriented and they would like to have children. As soon as possible. As soon as possible. Um, traditionally, we, I know people are different. Yeah, 
throughout this, we also get Bella, like, people asking Bella out and Bella being like, hey, you know what? Instead, why don't you ask Anna Kendrick out? Oh, yeah. So Mike asks her to go to the prom and she's like, I have to go visit my mom that weekend. Like, I like I don't know where we're supposed to get from this. Like, oh, but she helped. Because later we see all her friends at prom and it's like, oh, she helped all her friends get together. I'm like, I feel like she just wanted him to leave. Yeah, I think she just didn't want to go with him. She's very good at doing the bare minimum in every relationship. She's to like, keep the relationship going, but not actually have to put anything into it. Oh, my God. Am I Bella? I don't think you're, I think you're doing fine, Aaron. Aaron Weir, what's underneath your act? The reason I say this is because they all go to the beach and she sends Glass's friend off to ask the Asian friend. Oh, yeah. So she asks first blonde friend to ask Anna Kendrick to out. Yeah. And then when that happens, she's like, oh, hey, Glass's friend, ask out well, the other guy who likes me. Yeah, because the guy's friend's like, oh, I just, I really wish Eric, I think his name is. Yes. I really wish Eric would ask me out. And it really feels like Bella's not listening to this conversation. And she's like, you should do what you want. Yeah, you're a strong and independent woman just do whatever you want i don't care i'm sad because my not boyfriend isn't here yes because apparently she invited him to go to the beach with them and somewhere in her weird meandering but what's beneath you talk she also brought up the beach so they are at the beach and at the beach in washington in april yeah it's only rainy it's always rainy that's but, true. But then, uh... Okay, but Kevin, we lived in Vancouver, and I feel like the sun went behind the cloud in October, and I feel like the sun came back in May, if, so it if, should be back. If there's anything that I've learned about, um... The Pacific the, Northwest? No, no, the book, like, oh, yeah. the book of Twilight. It's only it, rainy. Well, no, and Stephanie Meyer does not like doing research. <laughs> she does not like... Well, because this is actually an honest thing we knew, is that she, she sent the book around to a lot of people, and they were just like, hey, this is good, just change these things, and she was like, No! And I know a lot of people see that as like, oh, it's a sign that she was so, She was like, so committed. Like, no, as a, I'm a writer, I have a book coming out in two months. I, when someone, when I went to an editor and they're like, hey, this would be better. I thought about it and I looked at it and I had two things that came up with. One, either I don't want to do that. Here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Or that's a great idea. I'll Here. do that. Sticking to your guns isn't always a good thing. <laughs> And again, we went to high school in Vancouver, yeah. which is basically Seattle, which is basically the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So I feel I feel like she was like, but it's always raining there. So but it's always it's, raining there. But it's not. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So it's raining at the beach. And then Jacob's there. And then everyone's like, ooh, Bella's sad because Edward's not here. And then Jacob and his other native friends are like, no, Jacob, the Collins don't come here. Jacob and his twins, they all look like just like, they look like less pretty versions of Jacob. Which, super cool, they actually cast native actors yeah. because those guys never get an opportunity. Yeah. But also give them like <laughs> yeah. characters and names and... yeah. Um, I mean, don't make them the less pretty Jacob. Yeah, I mean, they come back in later ones. But are they the same actors? I have no idea. I don't know either. Uh, Jacob tells her about like the Collins. Apparently, their the Collins don't come there. Yeah, their ancestors made an agreement. Like our people are descended from wolves. So I'm like werewolves. Yeah, cool, fun. No, Kevin, there are no werewolves in this movie. They're descended from real wolves. Yeah, I I know that's the thing. It's like they're foreshadowing werewolves, which if you did not know Twilight, you wouldn't get. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, okay. But then cool. he says, and then their ancestors, and we get a shot of, quote-unquote, their ancestors. Which is obviously the Collins. Which is just them wearing hats. 
<laughs> like you could see Edward's stupid poofy hair. It's true. And I'm like, you should have shot this better. And you can see Rosalie. Like it's clearly them. It's obviously it's them. Obviously them. There's literally other vampires in this movie. You could have cast someone else. Speaking of other vampires, meanwhile, in a better movie... Other vampires. Yeah. Attack some guy we met yeah. um, in the and, first scene. And they attack him in such a staged way that I know they had to have prepared it before. Yeah, they knew. Because he's going out on a boat, and then a woman comes up and is, like, threatening to him, and then... And then all of a sudden, Cam Giotti pops up. Behind him, like, he lands, he's shirtless. And then a handsome... <laughs> Louisiana black man pops up. I think it's Louisiana. We don't hear I him think talk so a too. lot. His name is Laurent. He's yeah. obviously from New Orleans. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and they all come up, and then yeah, murder and then happens. Murder. Uh, the uh, the girls go dress shopping for prom, and Belle's the worst friend ever. She's like literally, they're trying on dresses. They're so excited, and she's just sitting in her corner, I guess, drawing things in her notebook. I would ra- I would rather go to the bookstore, and I'm like Bella, <gasps> Kevin. We forgot. Oh, wait. She we... looked up a vampire. No, oh, this is not vampires. She? This is where she looked up um, the legends of oh, the... Oh, yes. All right, so there is a quick scene where she, where Bella does the only thing she can do, which is hit Google. So she hits Google and search up... Oh, she writes in the name of the tribe. I cannot remember it. Yeah, it's the name of the native tribe, and then she writes legends. up... Legends. Cold... Oh, yeah, legends. Legends. And then she scrolls to books and then finds a local bookstore... Not like she didn't just Google it and found other results. Like, she scrolls down. And she doesn't pick Amazon. She picks, like, the fourth or fifth Well, that's that's because it's local. She doesn't want to order it, I guess. She just wants to go to there. I guess it's 2008. But also, she doesn't just look up it on... There's definitely a Wikipedia site. It feels so hipstery for her to be like, I want to look this up, but I want to find it in a book. So, she looks at the tribe. She hears about their mythology no she no she we no she, never, she just looks at the tribe and she's like oh this bookstore has mythology yeah, books yeah she she never uses that book and then she's like i can't look at my best friends who are super excited about prom trying on dresses i need to go to a bookstore and i hate how cool her friends are about maybe it. i'll meet you guys in like an hour for dinner yeah we'll go to Mar. dinner together but i'm gonna leave right now because we're friends and this is what friends do <laughs> friends are like Okay, I'm Anna Kendrick and Christian Sorrentos. We're both going to be way more famous than you in 10 years. I'm wondering, Hooray! If, I'm wondering if Bella, like, told them, like, can we also go to a bookstore? Because that'd be fine. They're like, yeah, we'll go shopping for dresses. We'll yeah. go to a bookstore. And she's like, can I go to the bookstore now? Yeah, or- I don't care. <laughs> or, you know what? Reasonable teenage thing. Guys, I don't have a date and this is making me sad. Do you care if I go to the bookstore early? But- Any teenage girlfriend would be like, oh! Oh my god, Belle, yes, you should go. But the problem, Aaron, is it was not making her sad. No. It and she was doesn't not. care enough about their feelings to lie. No. She just goes. But instead of going to the bookstore, she walks down a street. No, no, she goes to the bookstore. Uh, but why does she walk down the street, Kevin? I wasn't paying attention enough. Aaron, I don't know for plot reasons. <laughs> she goes to a she, bookstore. She goes to the bookstore, she gets the book. We never see that book again. Uh, and then she and walks down a creepy street. Then she finds the one creepy street in Grand Forks. Not Grand Forks. Forks. Are they in Forks? There's... I thought they went to Seattle. No. I don't know why I assume everything's in Seattle. Nothing's in Seattle. I assume... The, I don't get any indication they left town. Oh. So now they're in Forks or Grand Forks, maybe? No. No. Grand... No. Aaron. Either they're in Forks or it doesn't matter. You know what? I think it doesn't matter. What anyway, a- she walks in a creepy street to the docks where the rapists live. She doesn't go to the docks. There are docks. I don't think there's docks. Those are definitely docks. They're just warehouses. 
Anyway, yeah, she walks in a creepy hallway. She meets the rapists who were there earlier. They saw her in the bookstore and i guess they stalked her because everyone loves bella everyone loves bella and then uh, apparently they're on both sides because they like she she walks back and there's more there and this guy making out with a girl up on it's a weird situation (laughs) it doesn't make sense but luckily guys edward drives up (laughs) edward comes tearing up in his volvo and (laughs) the sexiest volvo yeah and fries the guys off by looking at them because he's a vampire scary eyes He's got those real red eyes. And Were his eyes red in that scene? I don't know. The thing you need to know, Kevin, is vampires have red eyes when they're hungry or when they eat meat and golden eyes when they're vegetarians. And by vegetarians, I mean they eat animals. And I don't think, I don't, I don't care. Okay. I don't care about, I don't think this movie thinks about that much. There's some mythology I just told you. There's just one thing I always see when people show, like, the image of, like, Edward and the wings coming out of his back. And, like, oh, this is symbolic. And I'm like, symbolic for what? Symbolic, well, symbolic for him to drive her back to her friends. And they're just. No, they... no, Aaron, earlier when he's sitting in the classroom and he has wings coming oh, out yeah, of his back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. People are like, oh, it's symbolic. Symbolic for what? Symbolic with no symbolism is not symbolic. It's just something happened. It's symbolic. He's a human. I, think I mean, just, a vampire with a good. I think it's a bad, just bad framing because there's no other angelic properties he gives off. You are correct. It's just, I think it's bad framing or it's dumb. No, I think it's on purpose, but not good on purpose. Yeah, they're just like, oh, this will be cool. It means something. No, it doesn't. People will know he's good. Because he has these wings behind him. We'll never frame him good, though. We're just going to do a lot of shots and a lot of green light. Uh, he saves her, and then he goes to dinner with her. and He, he drives her to her friends. Her friends are like, we love crushes. And then they have dinner, and he's like, I can read people's minds. <laughs> and she's like, cool. And yeah, and she like doesn't disbelieve him, but she doesn't seem to think it's that weird. And then they drive uh, back to Forks, and they drive past the police's. And gasp. Well, I mean, she gives, we, I do need to, to us take a moment to give that Bella gives the worst line delivery I've ever heard, which is, "What? What is going on? What is going on? I can't even do it as bad as she does it." Kevin. Yeah. What is going on? 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that to uh, yep. to Shatnery. Can't do it. Uh, but they're talking about like the other murder, and then it was very sad because it was Charlie's friend who was murdered. Yeah. And then she goes and see like so Carlisle's there, and he just sort of says wild animal attack because Carlisle's the only doctor in town, I guess. Mm, he's the prettiest doctor in town. Apparently. Their town only has three thousand people. I believe he's the only doctor in town. Yeah, uh, and then she goes see her dad, and her dad apparently is fine that she's there. Yeah, he doesn't know how she got there, but he doesn't care. But he gives her pepper spray, and she's like, I don't need that. And I'm like, what literally just happened? You just found out someone can't... A, you were attacked by rapists. Yeah. B, you found out your boyfriend can read minds. Maybe you need some pepper spray. I'm willing to believe that she doesn't care. She doesn't see Edward as a real human being. I mean, like, once again, she doesn't see him as a mobile entity. No, he just loves her. That's his job. Yeah, uh, but, like, you were just attacked. You, Why are you like, no, nah, I don't need pepper spray. When does anything bad happen to me? Kevin, Edward will always protect her from the deck rapists. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> 
So, Erin. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Tonight. As some of our listeners know, I super love the Village beers. So, this is actually, like, kind of appropriate to the time in the uh, movie we stopped. I'm drinking the Village Hitman. Ah, as every village has. It is the Citrus Hibiscus Ale. And when I bought the box, it had a lot of black and white photographs of a man who looked vaguely like Lou Ferrigmo on it. Ferrigmo? Yeah, the man who plays the Hulk. Yeah, it's not Ferrigmo, though. What is it? Ferrigno. That's close. Okay. So this says, like a sharpshooter, the hitman takes you by surprise. Unlike his contenders, he's not bitter. Instead, this champion has a subtle bite. A citrus tang of orange and lemon, tag-teamed with hibiscus and fragrant hops. It catches you off guard before you know the hitman has a hold on you. So they went from guns to hold. There's a lot of murder in that. It went like a real winding road <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, of this alcohol. It's weird so, to think of all that means that it's going to murder you. It's like, check out this this beer. It's going to murder you. You think he's a hitman from the mafia, but also maybe he works for the WFF? WWF? Who knows? The World Wildlife Foundation? World Wrestling Foundation? Oh my god, Aaron. It has not been the WFF since... It's the WWE. W- what does WWE stand for? World Wrestling Entertainment. It's been that since, oh my God, like the 80s or 90s. When did it stop being the WWF? When WWF sued them. Really? Yes. Who knew? Kevin, the only wrestling thing Everybody I, but you. The only wrestling thing I know is Glow. Okay. Where it is, W. Really? It's not called the World Wrestling Foundation? No, not for so long. Who knew? Everyone but you. I feel like I'm not the only person who didn't know. I don't want any of your alcohol. But it's good? No. It's not. So, uh. uh Bella walks outside of the office and gets like some weird she sees a dead body which is cool that's just being carried out in front of her uncovered and then she just has a lot of flashes she of edward a, and the collins yeah i don't know what pro, uh, is the smell of the dead body does edward smell she just thinks maybe vampires <sighs> like to eat dead bodies no this is important we do have a moment where her and edward touch hands for i guess the first time ever and she realizes he's cold which which not him being psychic it's the coldness that sends her on a spiral. And there's no way he could just be cold because they're in a car at night. A Google spiral. A Google spiral for the cold ones. Yeah, so she finds, like, that is a, I guess that's a Pacific Northwest, uh, like, legend. Yeah, and then she also sees a lot of other re- legends that relate. Yeah, they're cool. all vampires, though. Yeah. I, I like how it's, it's, like, it's, like, Peru and Europe and, um, like, other places. Egypt. And... Then Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Not America. No, just Pacific Northwest. But don't worry, you guys. Him a vampire. Yeah. So the next day at school, she sees Edward, and then instead of going to school, she just walks into the woods. Yeah, it's like a good, the bad, the ugly, like, style standoff. And then then they talk, and then we learn he is, in fact, a vampire. Though he does it in a very creepy way. Like, every single time he talks to her, it sounds like this is a fetish. 
Yes. Well, I mean, he is 107. Like, because he's like, I want you to say it. And I'm like, oh. Say it. I can't. Say it. Vampire. <laughs> I can't get hard if you don't say it. It's okay, guys. <sighs> it's not creepy because in this world, vampires sparkle. Yeah. He's like, I need to show you to prove to you what I am. And then he super speeds her up a mountain. Apparently that won't show her. No, he needs to walk into the one beam of sunlight in the Pacific Northwest. Now it's time to talk about this. Like we, we do need to move on obviously, but I think this is a very important moment we should talk about. At no point. Yeah. When she does any research, does she come across anything that says that vampires sparkle? And here's the thing. I actually don't care if, if, Stephanie Meyer wanted to have vampires sparkle because they're made fine. of porcelain or diamond or whatever. That's fine. I don't care. The mythological creatures. Yeah, whatever. Add that to it. But either, one, she comes across it in her mythology and it proves her theory. Yeah. Or she sees him sparkle at one point and she's like, he can't possibly be a vampire. He didn't burst into flame when he got into the sun. He sparkled. Yeah. And be- then he's like, haha, jokes. The vampires don't burst into flame. Yeah. They sparkle. One of the two. Because if he, because he shows her it like this should all of a sudden be a sign that I am a vampire. Like this is a very common thing that vampires do in vampire mythology. I don't care if you want to make vampires sparkle, but you can't make it seem like that is a key thing in their mythology. Because it could. Or you could, just if it came it, out at some point during her yeah, search. Just be, just be aware that it is not. Like, yeah. it's not a key thing in the mythology. You can make it. Vampires are fictional. Do whatever you want. But don't act like it is. That, like, all of a sudden, Bella's like, he is a vampire. I've heard of this. Because it's not proven. And also, in the novel, it doesn't come up. If it came up, it's fine. Because The Walking Dead. Yeah. In the world of The Walking Dead... They don't have zombies. Yes. There's no George Romero. There's no zombie mythology. They don't have zombies. So they have no word to use for the zombies. And that's why it takes them so long to figure out how the virus is transmitted. Yeah. Because they don't have zombies. And I will say, I think that's pretty clear in The Walking Dead. Yeah. And, you know, that's something you can do. And that's something that, that, like, but if you do it, always be aware like, here's the thing. The Walking Dead knows that zombies don't exist in The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Dead also knows that zombies do exist in, like, the... In the real zombies, world. In the real world. We know what zombies are. So they have to actively... Yeah. Disabuse, I guess. Disabuse whatever is in the world. But, like, they have to be very clear that in their world... Yeah. No zombies. But they also have, but they also have to be aware that, like... Someone reading this knows they're zombies and will call mm-hmm. them zombies. So yes. you can still be walkers and all things like that, but be aware that your audience is technically at that point smarter than the people. And that's, that's why they don't spend a whole lot of time in The Walking Dead figuring out to destroy the head. Exactly. Because we all know it. They just get there eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. anyway that's, spar- that's, that's our thing on sparkling. I don't care, but she did it in a really bad way. Also, we learned that the Cullens are vegetarians, and by vegetarians, we mean they only eat animals, not humans. Also, we learn that we don't actually get to see Edward sparkle on TV, because I guess in 2008, CGI wasn't very good. It's, we just hear him sparkle. I mean, you see him sparkle. He's kind of glittery. It's not honestly that noticeable. But mostly music cues tell us. <laughs> yeah, he so sounds anyway, like he sparkles. Now they're a couple. Yeah, and it's it, it's very... I hate the 17-year-old. Because then she goes on like, there are three things I'm positive about. Edward's a vampire. He, <laughs> he thirsts for my blood. And I love him. And I'm like, those are three real bad things. It's <laughs> not great. Like, she 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 is so uncaring that, like, he's like, I will murder you. And she's like, 
I don't care. And this is, like, torturous and very hard for him. I don't care. Pretty vampire. So, um, Edward became a vampire in the 1918 flu. Spanish influenza. Yeah, Carlisle Carlisle saved him. He was like, I would like a son. And unfortunately, (laughs) in this world, all you have to do to create a vampire is drink most of the blood. Well, apparently vampires have a venom that they put into people that turns them into vampires. So you put the venom in, you don't drink all their blood. You don't kill them, I guess. Then they turn into a vampire. Yeah. What is better is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. and or most other vampire, vampire mythology. mythology is if you want to make a vampire, you drink their blood. Then you force them to drink your blood. Yeah. Then you're both vampires. Or some sort of blood transfer. Yeah. It's a very common thing that's used. And it's so weird that she doesn't do that. And it would be super cool because the va- bad vampires could force that. And Carlisle, who is the best human in the entire world, could have come up to dying at Edward in the 1918 flu and been like, I can save your life, but you have to understand these are like blah, 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 repercussions. Yeah. If you want me to save your life, this is what you have to do. And then Edward could have made the choice. And I mean, it would have been awesome. I mean, I think he might have made the choice or did Ed Kyle just be like, I'm going to bite this guy. I don't know. It like, was very unclear. It was a flashback. Yeah, they, they decided that it would just be the bite. I don't really like that. I mean... <sighs> She does so much where she, like, adds things to the vampire mythos, but she also takes out, like, really common things. And the transfusion of blood is super, super good and super important. And I would think would really fit into mythology of Twilight because it's about consent. Yeah, because you get get that in Buffy, uh, Cirque du Freak. Um, You get that in, uh, God, what what other ones? I mean, most of them, honestly. Isn't it also in Nosferatu? Like, Nos- I think it's, like, very early. I'm, I'm pretty... Well, no, yeah. It's, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Like, the, like, what Dracula is, is that. And I just, like... I just feel like Stephanie Meyer would be about consent. <laughs> she doesn't do research. I'm wrong. Uh, she doesn't do research. She only knows the basic things. Un- underworld. It's an underworld. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, then I wrote also the Rez storyline. <laughs> so, I guess... Oh, that's... No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Jacob shows up, I guess, yeah. for a moment. Uh, so we go we go through a lot of things here. There's uh, this whole thing where Bella goes to the vampire house. She learns the vampires can't sleep. They're also they're also really bad at pretending to be human for being really old vampires. She learns that Rosalie hates her. Also, everyone wants to drink her blood. And they're all very open about it. The kids do high school like every four years, and they move a lot because the younger they are, the longer they can stay in a place. But Aaron. Do they move a lot? They just only moved... I guess they should go to a lot of different high schools in the Pacific Northwest. Well, here's the thing. Because we see them in the Ancestor thing. And they keep on saying, we've been here for a long time. If I recall correctly, I don't think it's Carlisle's clan who's there during... Who strikes the uh, deal with Jacob's clan. Here's the thing, though. That's not how it shows in the movie. Those are them. In the movie. I feel like they spent all of their budget on sparkle vampires, and they could not afford different actors. <laughs> yes, but we're not reviewing the book. We're reviewing what the movie shows us, which is this crazy thing where they're like, yeah, we keep moving around, but also we're here forever. Okay, but like if they live in the Seattle area, there's a lot of high schools. I feel like this plan is a terrible plan. You'd be like, that's just... 
Kevin, what? they can only live places where there's no sun, because in the sun they sparkle. But so do they come out of the same house, then? Well, no one knows. They just drive their fancy cars. No one knows where they live. They let no humans into their life. They just date each other. And that's why Edward is so lonely, because he has no vampire friend for himself. This, this, their plan makes, it does not hold up under scrutiny. Edward has no vampire friend for himself. Well, that's because he's creepy. Also, he has no bed. He only has a couch and a lot of records. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get this part where, like, we see the bad vampires, like... So, the, the police are hunting down and they find a bare footprint in the woods. And Charlie makes a really weird thought process where he's like, clearly this is what we're looking for. But, like, anyone could have left that. Yeah, and then he mentions it to the, um... Uh, the children, doesn't he? Well, no, he mentions it. Uh, no, I don't think he mentions the children. He mentions it to the, um, like, Bella's there. Oh, that's right. He mentions it to the waitress who her yes. husband, I guess, was. I think her was husband, husband was the guy who died on the boat. Yeah. Um, but she mentions him, like, we found a footprint. I'm like, why? Why is that's not, like, why would. That's not evidence. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, it's a wild animal attack. If I thought it's a wild animal attack and then I found a, a human footprint, I'd be like, no, oh, there's also a person here. Anyway. Because why would you think otherwise? Yeah, you would just assume the animal also killed the footprint, or the footprint belonged to the dead guy. Or just a weird hippie. Like, it's he's not by, like, he's by the area, but he's just in the woods. Anyway. Anyway. They can't find the bad vampires. And mostly, I'm very, very thrown off by the fact that Charlie consistently eats a salad and french fries, I thought. He has a steak. And then eventually, yes, then eventually Bella sasses him and is like, why can't you have a salad? And then I realize his salad he just has a steak. He just has a tiny steak. Um, Charlie is a detective. He is on his feet every day. <laughs> he should have all three components of a meal. Yeah. Starch, salad, protein. Yeah, stop sassing your, this is the, this is the, like, the most energetic thing she said to her dad and it's sassing him. Also, your dad loves you and he was like, hey, Bella would be late. I think she would like a salad. I ordered you a salad, Bella. Also, there's some guys outside. They're teenagers. Do you want to hang out with those guys? She's like, no, I'm not like other teenagers. But Bella, I just want to make you fit in here in Forks where we have 3,000 people who live in our town. I'm not like other teenagers. Okay. But Dad, Dad, what I need you to understand is that I'm not like other teenagers. I know other teenagers think they're not like other teenagers, but I'm really not like other teenagers. But Bella, I bought you a truck. I'm not like other teenagers. I have a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you that truck. Yeah, I have a truck. But Bella, I, I gave you a credit card so you can order some books online, and you didn't order the books online. <laughs> you went and got, picked them up from maybe Forks. We don't know. Would you like me to take you to Seattle, Bella? No, it says she goes and phones her mom. And then, I guess because she's on the phone with her mom, Edward decides, I don't like this. And then he creepily shows up in her house. So he can, so he can I guess, practice kissing on her. Yeah, because they don't actually kiss. Their mouths no, no, just no, he, get no, he real does. close. He kisses her. Eventually. Yeah, but like, so he shows up in her room. As she's on the phone with her mom, it's like, Bella, come here. Don't move. I want to try something. And then he like... <laughs> Goes in to kiss her, and it's just, it's so uncomfortable. And then eventually he does kiss her, and then he flings himself against the wall, and he's like, no, no, we can't, you can't, I can't, don't be with me, I have to leave. That's all I have, and she's like, no, you can stay here, and then they have a good Mormon talk. And he watches her sleep. That's great. I don't know why this scene feels weirder, because he interrupted her conversation with her mom. Feels like he's being like, she's talking to someone else. 
Never. But I want to kiss her. And him being like, don't move, is, is like, she, she's a prop in that sequence. I wrote he can't kiss her because twitching, which seems apt. All right, fair. She's uh, a human and not a mannequin, so yeah. he can't kiss her. So, hey, we're about an hour into this movie, but the plot kind of hits. Um, we are an hour and 15 minutes oh, in. Oh, you're right. Because I yeah. wrote that down because we were having problems with the Netflix. Yeah, so we're an hour and 15 minutes in, and then we get to an actual cool scene. Is this the baseball it's scene? baseball, or, yeah. or is it the scene where Charlie likes beers and guns in the morning, but he doesn't like Edward? No, I don't care about that. <laughs> um, no, we move to the, the baseball scene. The baseball scene is awesome. Yeah, this is actually like a cool like moment because, like, okay, so we have to accept that these vampires are real bad at everything and they cannot hold back their strength. Well, they just want to celebrate how strong they are. <laughs> I mean, and they don't get to do that very often. Yeah, you know what? To, to be fair, the way that... Edward makes it sound. It's like, like, oh, we can never play unless this time. But the way that Esme makes it sound, she's like, these kids just want to, like, yeah, they just want to go yeah. all out. So it's so it's really cool. There's a thunderstorm coming, and because um, Alice is psychic, she knows when the thunder's about to hit. So they throw the baseball so, when the thunder is going to hit. Yeah, and it's just a cool confluence of like world building stuff. Alice is psychic. She knows when Thunder's going to hit. They The only way they can play baseball without people noticing them, I guess. Is by playing in the woods. Yeah, when, when the thunder strikes. And, like, I feel like we learn a lot about the different characters and what they're good at. Yeah. Did you notice Esme never hits the baseball? Like, Esme is always catcher. That's yeah. the mom. Yeah. She never hits the baseball. She never plays catch. Like, she is, she never plays, like, a base. Yeah. She is always the catcher. Who's the, um, who's the new guy? The guy who's, like, a Jack. new... Jacob? No, no I was going to say clo- Jackson, but Jackson is the actor's name. It's something close to Jacob, I feel like. There's a J something. Okay, so there is Rosalie and Emmett. There is Alice and... Maybe it is Jackson. Maybe the actor's name is the same as the character's name. Jackson. Anyway, that guy, um, he's all about flourish. Like, you just cut to him and he's just doing, like baton twirling stuff yeah like, and I'm like it's super cool and um and you think of Emmett who's like all about just like being strong and like yeah. showing off he's very bro like and is is great yeah, yeah the so, baseball scene is the baseball scene is so yeah, cool this just goes to stand my point that like if you cut Edward and Bella out of this movie it's a pretty cool movie yeah the baseball scene is awesome yeah. and like the way that Alice is pictured like she's so <laughs> delicate but obviously yeah. very strong and, yeah. like, so cool. Um, but then, of course, Alice senses shirtless vampires are coming. Oh, no! Cam Giotti is coming! I like to point out that when she first sends them, I thought this is going to be like, oh, we know these people. This is going to be something that's about her background. No, they're just random vampires. They're... But, Every Kevin, time... the thing you need to know yeah? is they have red eyes, and that means they eat humans. Like most vampires do, yes. Whereas the uh, Carlisle tribe... Has golden eyes, which means they eat animals. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. And we're supposed to get that immediately. Um, but yeah, so the psychic they they appear up, and then yep. like James gets a whiff of uh, Bella. Bella, and then just crazy stuff starts happening because it turns out James is like James is a hunter. James only wants to hunt something he smells. Yeah. So immediately, Carlisle's like, yep, we have extra people here. The extra people are leaving. You guys should definitely sub in as their roles. And Carlisle knows immediately Bella and Edward have to leave. Yeah. 
I know, yeah, but I mean, th- that's what I, yeah, James and gets then, the whiff. Yeah. And then James says, oh, no, no, you have a snack. We should eat the snack. And yeah. then everyone gets really aggressive. And then Belle and Edward drive off. And they're like, okay, okay, oh, my God, we have to solve this problem. And so Bella's like, no, I can't just disappear. I have to tell my dad. And so <laughs> she tells her dad. That she's disappearing. Great. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff happens here. Like, they do some trading of cars, and she ends up going with Alice. My, 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 my main focus of, like, the end of this thing is how much James is just murderous Edward. He just wants to he, eat Bella yeah, instead of love her. Yeah, he's just as obsessed with her as Edward is. His, he just knows that he wants to eat her. And so that's why I actually think Carlisle knows Laurent. Laurent is their black friend. I, and so Laurent goes to Carlisle's house, and he's like, yes, James is the hunter. He will eat Bella. I don't Be get aware. The, I do not get the feeling that he Why knows. Why would he go there if he doesn't know Carlisle? Because of, cause it's bad plotting. Because he's like, hey, so James is going to kill this person. And he'll probably kill all of you, like, if you get in his way. I, I'm, what he says is, I'm tired of this stuff. Like, James always does this. We go to a place, we meet some people, and he's like, I want to kill that person. And we're like, we'll try to be chill. James is never chill. So why do you think they trust Laurent if they don't know him? Because, because Carlisle is literally the best person in existence. If he trusts someone, that retroactively makes him a good person. But if Edward, who can read people's minds, everyone's mind except for Bella, everyone's mind yeah. is not there, how do they know they can trust Laurent? Because they know him. Bam. No, I just, I just don't think, I think they'd be like, yeah, why not? Also, he doesn't tell them anything bad. He's just like, hey, by the way, those people you know are going to kill them are going to kill them. Yeah, it's a dumb scene. Yeah, he, they, he doesn't give them any new information. He's just like, hey, those, those people are going to murder, but don't worry, I'm cool. You know what else is a dumb scene? When Belle is leaving before the scene, and she's like, dad, I can't stay here. Otherwise, I'll get trapped like mom. And that's the most hurtful thing she could have possibly said, I guess. Yeah, she she essentially white fangs her dad, I guess. And we're supposed to be like, oh, she's hurting him to protect him. But I'm like, I don't feel it. I want you to know that the things I wrote during all of these scenes are, are we supposed to feel bad for Bella? They've never sacrificed a human to protect themselves? Yeah. Who will James eat now? Well, I mean, that's what I mean by, like, Car- <laughs> That sums it up. Carlisle has to be the best person in existence. Because you're telling me that in, their, in all their hiding, they've never sacrificed a human. Maybe they used to be better at hiding. But then they were like, Edward, he needs a wife. <laughs> Don't worry, though. Bella heads down to Phoenix, and she and Alice and Jacob Jackson are staying in a hotel. They fart around for some time. And then she talks to James on the phone. Oh, because Alice has a psychic vision and she draws a room of mirrors. No, I, I remember why. I just don't care. Yeah, okay. So she talks to Jacob on the phone, James on the phone, and he's like, no, come to where I am. Only if you come to where I am will I save you and not murder your mom, I guess. Yeah, who I've kidnapped. And don't tell your friends where you're going, but also they're vampires. They can smell you and also... Edward can hear thoughts, and Alice is psychic, so... I don't think he knows about the psychic and the thought reading. Because apparently these, the Carlisle vampires are X-Men. Oh no, all vampires have secret... They all have one secret power. Yeah. Man, James is... I guess James is really, really good smelling. Do you remember yes. that, that is what um, LaRoche is uh, what I called him? Laurent. Um, that's what he said. He's like, oh, he's real good smelling. It's like Lawrence, but French. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Bella heads down there. She has her thoughts about, like, if I was ever... To sacrifice someone 
to sacrifice myself for someone. And anyway, the rest whatever. of us are like, how did Bella get into that ballet studio? It's just unlocked. There's no alarm. There's no key. Like, I she can J- just walk up there. I assume James broke the lock and like set up and like turned off the alarm. Right. I assu- she- I'm assuming James is smart. He is a vampire. Yeah. So she walks up there. She discovers that she thinks her mom's there, but it's actually just a video of her mom watching her. Because her mom is in Jacksonville. Her mom is not in Phoenix, dummy. Well, James li- did lie. He said, he like, oh, lie. she came home. He knows that she left a message for her. Also, I mean, Bella is 16, 17. <laughs> James is like, well, he pro- well, she probably called her mom. So I'll just I'll just assume she left a message for I'll her. I'll just tell a lie. It's fine. Yeah. 17-year-olds are dumb. Yeah, like because he, he, he does say, "Oh, she came home after you left that message for her," which seems True. like that's something he could only know if she was there. No, he just guessed, I yeah. guess. And then Bella pepper sprays him, but doesn't shocker, work. that doesn't work on vampires, so he float jumps upon her. It bugs me so much. So there's the big deal when Alice is like, "Oh, a room full of mirrors." I'm like, "Oh, mirrors! Vampires don't have reflections." These ones. Wait, do. never mind. These ones do. Thanks, Stephanie Meyer. The only criteria about these vampires is they sparkle in sunlight. Yeah, like you. I look. I understand you want to add your own thing to a vampire, and I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Stop taking out obvious things. Like, not having reflection is, like, a big thing. What we do in the shadows, that's our entire thing. But, Kevin, it's such clever. You think you won't see them. But actually, although, if you think you won't see them, I don't know. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where it's like, oh, get it? It's the opposite of what you expect. I'm like, yeah, what I expected was something smart. And if you think you won't see them, you'd be more aware, And you did something dumb. So anyway, how cool would this have been if like it was a room full of mirrors and there was just him standing there and a whole bunch of Bellas? Yeah, like that would have been how, a very cool shot. How visually cool would that have been? Instead, James fights with Edward. So uh, she pepper sprays him. He float jumps. <laughs> Don't worry, Edward's there. But then before Edward gets there, unfortunately, he breaks her leg and also blood. Yeah, and then he, Edward's he not re- allowed he, to kill James. He's really like. He has a camera, but he's like, oh, Edward will hate this. I'm like, what's your deal with Edward? Why do you hate Edward? You literally just met him. Um, I don't know. Yeah. James just hates other vampires. Yeah, and then... And then Cullen, I mean, Carlisle is like, no, Edward, you can't kill James. That'll turn you to the dark side, I guess. My other children will kill James. your siblings will kill James, and you will stare at Bella. And they kill, like, right, they kill the... I don't know how to do this without cursing. They kill him good. Like, Alice jumps on him and, like, twists his head around a whole bunch, just, like, snapping his neck. But I think the thing is, Kevin, they kill him like an animal would kill someone who is threatening their lair. Whereas if Edward killed him, he would kill him like a human kills another human. And that would lead Edward to his dark side. No, I think it's just dumb. Anyway, um, Edward can't kill James because he's too busy staring at Bella because she has the vampire venom. Yeah, and then we learned something really weird. So apparently vampires can suck the venom out, which doesn't make any sense because aren't they sucking the blood out? How does the blood come out but the venom go back in? But he can also just suck the venom and the blood out. Vampires are snakes. What? Vampires are snakes. Snakes don't suck blood, Aaron. 
Snakes just pump out venom. Yes, but you can suck the snake venom out. Yeah, but once again, vampires are already sucking. When they drink blood, they're drinking. How does the venom go in while the blood comes out? So I guess in the Twilight universe, it is an active thing. But instead of sucking and other sucking and two people are sucking, it's just sucking and then pushing. I'm not sure. So it's a rape metaphor. Aaron, I think it's just dumb. So it's a rape metaphor. (sighs) Anyway, you can force um, the vampirism upon someone. Glottal you fry. You always do it anyways. Like when you bit someone, then you train them into a vampire. Yeah, but you bite someone and then you force them to suck your blood. That's a different thing. Yeah. This way, you're just like, I'm sucking your blood. Also, yeah. venom. It doesn't sound like they have any control over that. Oh, I feel like James did that 100% on purpose no, and we just No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like, Edward did not make it seem like they're being He said, like, oh, no, when you bite someone, you turn them into a vampire if you don't kill them. But apparently he can... It's... I thought his concern was just that he would suck her too much. No. It's... This is gross. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, because it's dumb. So she sucks out his blood. No. No, he sucks out her blood. And the venom, because apparently he can do that. And then it's winter outside, and there's a lot of flashes between the woods and the winter and the deer and the winter, and Carlisle loves Edward the most. Yeah. And then Bella's okay. Yeah. She's in a... Yeah. Edward, and Edward's like, I have to go away. And then she gets super clingy. And she's like, you can't possibly say those no, things to me. No, you can't leave. No, no. And at this point, I like to imagine Edward's head, he's like... Oh, I messed up. Darn oh. it, 17-year-olds. Oh, no. <laughs> I also like the one where Renee, her mom, is like, you're in the hospital. And Bella's like, yeah, I went to go see Edward, and then I fell down some stairs. And Renee's like, yeah. No, no Renee tells her that. Oh, yeah. But Renee, the point I'm making is <laughs> Renee's like, yep, that seems like a thing that would happen. Bella goes to see a boy and then falls down some stairs. No, so she comes home and then then um, Edward and Carlisle go to get her and then she falls downstairs in a, in a hotel and out the window. And breaks her leg and also loses a bunch of blood. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. The point I'm making is that she's beautiful but clumsy. <laughs> yes, yes. Then we get, man, a real long outro. There's prom. We see all the other kids who she helped set up. By her disinterest, I guess. And Charlie and Edward were in the kitchen together, and then Jacob creeps up before the prom, and he's like, my dad says you have to break up with your boyfriend, and Bella's like, no! And I'm like, great, foreshadowing. Cue foreshadowing. Cool. Uh, We get Bella's intent to be a vampire. She really wants to be a vampire. She also likes to wear a cardigan to the prom. She also likes to dance on Edward Cullen's feet like a child, which is creepy and unsettling. (laughs) Because she's 90 years younger than him. And um, Victoria (sighs) is also a creep who watches Edward and uh, Bella dance to Radiohead. Yeah. No, 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 they don't dance the Radiohead. She leaves the Radiohead. Yeah, she hears the Radiohead in yeah, her the head. Music, yeah, she she turns around and as she walks coolly down the stairs, she sees the Radiohead. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin? You find yourself a CW moment in this? The entire movie. You gotta find yourself one CW moment no, in this? No, the entire movie. Okay. I was gonna. I what I said was that uh, the uh, the the director, maybe yeah. the cinematographer. I don't know how their decision process is going. Did not know how to shoot this movie. So in any in every one of the romance scenes, 
she starts using handheld and Dutch angles, which are used to give the audience feelings of unease and creepiness in the romance scenes. My moment was when Bella was with her friends and they were trying on dresses because that's a cute, fun thing you do in romance movies. But guess what? Bella is so different that we have to flip that on her head and she's not interested in that. I'm not interested in the things that normal girls are interested in. I'm so unique and no one could ever like me. So, hey, if you uh, like this episode, just give us a rating, review, subscription on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Also, tell us how you feel about Twilight yes. on Instagram, on Twitter. It's all Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. You can also email us. That's also Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Tell us how you would make Twilight better, I guess. What is Victoria's plan for revenge? Can Carlisle protect his family? You know, it's super weird that this movie didn't actually have any lead characters in it, so I'm just wondering... Yeah, yeah. What if we're going to get any of those? Yeah. Well, answers to all this and more, another time, on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? No one! No one! No one should ever identify with Bella. Yeah, obviously. If you are going to identify with anyone, you should identify with Anna Kendrick. Who's like, I feel vaguely dissatisfied in my town, but also there's a cute boy and I just needed a cool friend to be like, no girl, go for what you know what you know you want. You're actually awesome. Go and do that. Or you could be Billy Burke and Bobby Black, who just want to protect the town. Or you could be BBFs. Or you could even be, um, uh, like, the other Cullens, who are just like, we just want to be vampire, like, good vampires. We want to not kill people. So, really, everyone should just be Cullen Lutz. You can be Cullen Lutz. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>